0: has forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie had the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a
1: 25-minute man.
0: Oh, you got skill son. The Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Here's fancy for you. Welcome to season number three of The Take with Willie and Ian. It's just us. Just man. Willie and Ian. Just today. Me and you. You and I. Together again. It's been brilliant, hasn't it, mate? It's been the longest off season ever. I tell you what: the first season that we started this was the first year of the pandemic. Yeah. And there were the fires. Then last year the pandemic was kicking off again. This year now we've got floods. We've got some lunatic in Russia bombing people. Yeah. What is with our show? We just as soon as we start the show, something goes wrong. Ridiculous!
1: I never thought of it like that.
0: Or is it rugby league? Rugby league brings. Bad luck. <laughs> Thank
1: God Rugby League is back, just to try and put everyone's mind at ease a little bit. Because it has been a pretty tough three years, hasn't it, to be honest? Yeah. Like, you know, people have, a lot of lives have been lost. Um, society's changed a hell of a lot. So this is like the new norm now, I suppose.
0: It's not too bad. It does feel a little bit like we've sort of started to come out of the whole pandemic thing, which is fantastic. It's great to see. We we'll just that swap that
1: for a massive war.
0: An, it's a it's war. awesome. And also the floods, you know, one thing I would like to say to anyone who's in those flood-affected areas, and there are so many of them, I just cannot believe the level of rain there's been, but... It's been crazy. I was up in
1: Queensland last week, and um, I don't know how we fluked the game, the Tongan game versus the Aussie Aussie game. It didn't rain. It was 35 degrees where we were. It was awful. I thought the game was going to get called off for sure, and I was like, how the fuck are we playing in this? And you know the humidity when you're in Queensland? I was like, God... And then when we flew back on the Sunday and then by Monday, it was flooding again all through where we were. Like we just we just got that game in.
0: Well, that's another thing as well. So you obviously give a huge amount of your time to, to charity and, and this particular one was – why don't you tell people what this was about?
1: Well, this was uh, – there was a tsunami in Tonga probably about, I think, two months ago, maybe, maybe even more, um, you know, so – my mum's Tongan, man, so it meant a lot to me to, to play in that game. So as soon as uh, Hopper – he, he organised the whole thing. Shout out to Hopper. He's a legend for that. And, um, yeah, it was against the Australian legends as well, and we had a – he asked me to play for the Tongan side. I said, yeah, no doubt, because, like, all the money raised will go back to, um, to Tonga because they're struggling back there. You know, the whole tsunami nearly wiped out the whole main island. So anything that I can do for that sort of cause, like, I'll do easily. Like, I don't really, like – Playing in these sort of semi-serious games because you've got to take it a little bit serious because you know like you don't want really to go out there half hard. It's not like you know you can muck around a little bit. Blokes were going a little bit serious, so um, I sort was, of know. I sort of know how to manoeuvre my way through traffic. I'm all right.
0: You just keep just point, give it point to the, the young kids.
1: <laughs> just give it to the young bulls and just go yeah yeah inside shoulder. So they were, um it was a good game played in good spirits. Uh, raised a lot of money for Tonga, so um it was well done. From I want to thank Bean Lee. And all the guys up, it's like sort of halfway between Brisbane and uh, the Gold Coast, near Logan. Sort of like real redneck sort of area where guys like Cam Smith and all that come from. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a massive Queensland hate. Greg Bird played. The, even the ref said to me, Willie, I don't care what you do, but you can fucking knock Greg Bird out. <laughs> I said, Birdie's my boy. That's the only thing he said. He goes, you don't hit anyone else high, but fucking you can get Greg Bird. So spoken like a true Queenslander like that. I said, you know, I play for New South Wales too. Jeez. Isn't it boy. funny
0: in those games that there's always a couple of blokes that just take it way too serious?
1: Mate, it was. Young kid Penny Terrapo plays for Parramatta. I think he's still playing. The kid's a beast. He doesn't know how – there's no off button. He just comes off the back fence. And there were some people that have – you know, like Ben Hannett was playing, Greg Bird played, a few other players that played in the in the 90s, 2000s, you know, 40s sort of stuff. And, and a couple of sponsors play, pay to play, everything like that. This young kid comes off the bench and runs full tilt and just skittles everyone. And I was like, "Oh god, damn kid! Like, what? What are you doing? Like, you got to learn a little bit of footwork." So the rules were, you know, no third man in, no cleaning legs, no cheap shots. If you run hard, expect to get fucking hit hard. You know, if I'm going to beeline for you, I expect you to hit me hard. If you run at me, I'm going to get, I'm going to hit you hard. Do you know what I mean? So it's a gentleman's agreement. This kid just bangs straight into everyone, skittled everyone out of the way, and like, I knew Birdie was that dude. You don't really want to fuck with because he's he's crazy so birdie and i have a gentleman's agreement we sort of you know hug each other and, you know, if i run at him and all that kind of stuff he runs and picks at birdie because i don't think the kid knows he doesn't care who greg bird is birdie folded him so bad it was one of the biggest hits birdie's ever put on in his whole career and he still got he still got penalized by the ref <laughs> oh it was one of the best square ups because birdie's like he can't be skittling these blokes they've never played an nrl game or anything in all their 50. penny just doesn't know any, any other speed but flat out. And P was probably the only guy that sort of was on that sort of level. And a couple of young wingers who were like in their 20s and they just get the ball and they just – you don't know anything else different. The boys are tonguing. They just play like – it's a physical game. Just run hard, tackle hard, and that's just the
0: way it is. The best thing about that story is that people genuinely paid money to get bashed.
1: Yeah. Because that's essential. Mate, you should have – our starting forward pack was Solomon Hamano, Sioni Katoa, me – Anthony Tupo, Willie Manu, and Sika Manu.
0: Oh, I, if I'm the sponsor, I'm going straight on the Tongan side. You get to sponsor, and we
1: had a couple of we had a couple of young guys. Um, they play on our side. Uh, a young girl and a young little kid, and it was it was kind of it was kind of good. But that was by the that's at the back end of the game. So yeah, we we're like we, we're not losing this. So we sort of had to like put the foot down a little bit just to get. Just to get over the line, and then we'll put the put the young kids on. But uh, yeah, Terapo was just—I was like, wow. I was sitting, I was sitting on the side. and go, slow down, kid. Like <laughs> some of these guys are like never played the game before.
0: One thing I think that is really good about the last few years is the level of, I guess, support that people have given. And the NRL—they um, cancelled their season launch and they donated five hundred thousand towards a floods appeal. And, and obviously, you know, people are prepared to give up their time. So there's been a lot of good things. Yeah, you it, know, it brings out the best. The it
1: brings out the best in in people. Times like this, you know, where everyone's sort of struggling, struggling a lot. Aussies do that. You know, you sort of expect that from from a lot of people, especially when people in in a in a in a, in a better off position. You know, if you can help, especially a lot especially a lot of sporting clubs, we can help. We're in it, we're in a we're in a good position and we do help. You know, like a lot of these play, you know, NFL, I mean NFL NRL, AFL, all the sporting places in Australia always try and help the floods and and any any sort of crisis that's happening in Australia or overseas, especially like in the islands and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think. Uh, well, look, and it has been a big off season, you know, news-wise, I guess for us. So, yeah. I guess from from my perspective, I um I sold on businesses that I've had for twenty years, and so yeah. now I'm jobless, which is unreal, and. <laughs> You Don't for listen to this time. guy,
1: guys. Don't <laughs> listen to him.
0: For the first time in a long time, you actually are employed by a footy club, which is great. Mm. So you've gone and taken a job with the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Um, I think you're just basically filling up water bottles, aren't you? Is
1: that, <laughs> that's <laughs> about it. I think I do that. I, I, me and Freddie Serraldo. No, it's sort, of, it's sort of come along. It's been a sort of like... You know, two or three years sort of thing. Like the Bulldogs always wanted me to come back some sort of capacity. I don't think I was ready to ever go back to an NRL club until I was ready. You know what I mean? To deal with a lot of the stuff. You know, I don't need. I didn't. I don't need a job in the, in the NRL. Like I wasn't one of those players who retired and like just wanted to go back into the bubble because it's safe. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I don't. I don't live my life like that. It was just part of my life. I was. Good at it was well paid, and I retired and had a great career, and that's about it. That's all I look at it like. I don't go back into the, the safety net. You know, I can do things myself. Uh, I've been pretty successful outside of football, and I was just like, I don't want to be that player. Sits on podcasts, bags the shit out of the game, um, and especially like a club like the Bulldogs, which is a club I actually love, and I don't want to see him go this bad. You know what I mean? I don't want to sit here every week talk about how bad they are. And that's what's been happening in the last three years, hasn't it? Yeah. Pretty much. Like, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I hold back when I talk about it. So imagine what I'm really – you know exactly what I'm really thinking the last couple of years because it hurts because you've played at that club and you know what that club is about and then you see what's been on the field for the last two or three, four years and you go, wow, can I help? Am I one of these players who's – have I turned into like an old miserable player? No, I haven't because I love the game too much and I was sort of – I'm um, in Aaron because I was having meetings with you know. Gus was ringing me going, "We want you back," and I didn't know Gus was going to be back, so that was a massive factor. I didn't know that John Curry and that was the C- was the chairman. Aaron Warburton was the CEO. I didn't know all these like little factors because these guys are friends of mine. You know what I mean? Like I like these guys, and I you know Baz is there. I went kangaroo tours with Baz and played Origin series. Once you have that sort of connection with that people those those people, it's never lost. You know what I mean? Like. Um, so it sort of happened over about two or three weeks, Gus is like, come in, you know, just have a look. And I said, oh, I want to, I don't, I'll just, I'll, I'll, just observe. He goes, just come and observe. He goes, do you want to, you guys, do you want to be full-time for part-time? I said, I don't fucking know. I might hate, I might hate it. I might come, I'm never, because I haven't been around NRL teams. I've helped a lot of younger kids and all that kind of stuff, which I really, I really love, but not around an NRL sort of team. I've been around like... Obviously, the rep teams and stuff like that's a bit different, but like week in, week out with an NRL team, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. You know what I mean? Like you're in the inner sanctum, you're in meetings and all that kind of stuff. And I only went in there twice a week, and that was it. That wasn't that was enough. But two or three weeks, I'm just like, I'm actually really like quite, like I'm quite comfortable here. It's easy, like just just talking to people and, and coaching and 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 trying to get the best out of these kids
0: and the young kids and, and connecting with them. How are you going with meetings? Because you've always been so good at meetings. You just love sitting Fucking there listening awful. to other people. It's good, good it's to be back in meetings <laughs> again. <So laughs> that's
1: awful. I tell you. But it was like, so that was I'm just. I'm not, I don't want to go too long on this. And I was like, okay, after two or three weeks, I'm like, I actually really enjoy this shit. I want to do it more. Told Gus, bang, 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 Signed a deal, done. That's I'd pretty tell you much was, how it went. That's pre- how it went down. And now I love what I do. Now it's my job. So we just try to figure out some sort of job, some job description. You know what I mean? What do I do? Like I'm sort of like pathways, which is like from 16s all the way to first grade. Like I can just be, I can turn up to any sort of training session, and then whatever the first grade is coaching, I go back and do that with those young kids from 16s all the way to 20. So when they make the jump into the NRL, into the NRL world, they're fucking ready, made men, made machines. Because I need, I want that, and I love that turning these young kids. Because I was that young kid, I was that 17 year old kid. From Toronto West with like wanting aspirations to be in first grade team so we need these young kids coming through the system that only know one thing and that's playing for the Bulldogs and loving that club and so I'm in charge of that culture the DNA the club the traditions the histories in installing this into these young kids so this next two or three years these kids are fucking animals and they come through and all they want to do is play for the Bulldogs and love the club
0: I must say from my perspective and obviously when you finished playing footy, we talked about it at length when you finished playing footy about how you didn't want to go and just you, – you wanted to be known as more than just a footballer. But I reckon over the last two or three years especially, your interest in the games probably picked up a lot more. You've always been interested in it, but the way that you analyse a game and the way I see you talk about it – I just, from my perspective as your mate, I'm really happy that you're back in because mm. I think you can offer so much and I think that the club can get so much from you. So it's Thank it's you. good stuff. And that's the only nice thing I'm going to say to you pretty much all season. Stop hugging me, mate. This is Stop emotional. crying. It's an emotional Stop crying. Time. It's an
1: emotional time. <laughs> <laughs> no, one thing you you see, you know, I'm, loving, I'm loving what I'm doing because I know I can make a difference at that club and in the NRL. Yeah, well, I'll remember
0: that if they come last. So... <laughs> Uh, speaking of coming last, I want to talk to you because everybody gets. And look, I understand. You know, off season. If you don't like cricket, for example, then there's not a lot to do in the off season. If you're a football fan, but everyone just gets so worked up before the start of the season, looking at sides and and now they've started showing trials oh. live on, and everyone's analyzed. Do trials matter? No. Like, does it? No. But, like,
1: but if you put them on TV and you put them live, oh. people are going to sit back and judge your whole fucking preseason. You know what I mean? Like the whole dogs, they were, going, they were sitting nice. They had a really great preseason and they, they trialed bad. Like it's a trial game. You're not going at 110% like you are round one. Yeah. Expect a totally different side on Sunday when they play against North Queensland compared to what they played against Cronulla and Newcastle. Got to give this team time. You got to give it time. You can't be one of these guys that you know, like calling for coaches' heads and all these kind of stuff because of two trial games. You know what I mean? Like you can't do that. You have got to be patient. And all the other trial games, you know, like who cares? No
0: one gives a shit about trials. You play your main plays in the last trial for about twenty minutes and take them off. I remember back when I was coming through. In you know, it, it, teams would go down and play against like. Tathra, and mm. you know what I mean, like, and they'd play in the country, and no one gave a shit. No, like, no one knew about it. There weren't blokes who just get on the drink the night before because they're away. You know, yeah. it was now all of a sudden trials were fun. On, they're putting on KO, and everyone's like going.
1: trials were fun. Like back, you know, like I'm not that far removed from the game. Like trials were still fun in 2012, 13, 14, and 15. Like we're out in Tamworth having a good time in the community, and then you go, and then you'd have a trial, and then you go and have a beer with 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 everyone, and it was still fun. Like, now you want to – I mean, it's a money grab, man. Fox has come in, KO, ratings, there's nothing else on. And there's people, nothing else not on. People yeah. don't really like watching cricket that much. You know what I mean? So they, they saw an opportunity and they grabbed it.
0: People do like cricket, Will. You like cricket. <laughs> you well, probably everyone like in cricket. this
1: room, apart from me and Zig, <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking hate cricket. It's just base, it's just baseball that goes for six days. <laughs> oh. <here. laughs> um, can't believe they still play test cricket. So it's what terrible. do you reckon? So if we look at – if we look at, so the, the dogs, for example, are, are a good example. So yeah. they've had a really good pre-season. They've got good players, blah, blah, blah. Just for the people at home, the Bulldogs aren't going back to training after a bad trial performance and throwing the toys out of the pram and starting to change everything they're doing. They're yeah. just working on certain things through the year.
1: Yeah, all I looked at was the first 15, 20 minutes, how our forwards were running. We ran hard, ran strong in numbers – and that was about it. I did not care about anything else. And then we, you change nearly pretty much the whole forward pack. You give away nine penalties and drop a heap of ball. You're not really going to beat anyone. So if you look at that, if you break down that Cronulla game, anyway, I just looked at the first 15, 20. They could have. They were really denting the the middle. I like that. Luke Thompson, Pangai, Vaughan, Josh Jackson. You know what I mean? Like they they their leg speed was good and they they were on their way. But then probably the lesson that they're going to learn is don't give away those penalties because you don't get the ball back. And then you compound that with mistakes. That's the probably – that's all you're going to take out of the Cronulla game. Get it. See you later. Let's get ready for, for round one. That's all they would have done with that.
0: I, reg- I think from memory, West beat Penrith by about 40 in a trial last year. And Penrith won yeah. the com- – like, like did pa-
1: Parra did not absolutely flog Penrith? Yeah. Do you think Penrith's not going to be like,
0: Who gives a fuck? It's a trial.
1: It's a trial game.
0: They're, they're trials when you lose anyway. Otherwise, they're important. Unless
1: it's St. George and they won the charity, the charity shield for the, for the first, first time in 10 years.
0: The, well May, the May Premiers have become yeah. March Premiers now. So there's been some rule changes. Um, I feel like there's just rule changes, just non-stop rule changes. But this one makes – well, there's been a couple. Um, the first one is the six again. So basically now, instead of a six again, if you're coming out of your own line, then it's a penalty, not six again. So
1: Is it when you're uh, over the forty? 40- Going in towards the try line?
0: Then, yeah, it's a penalty. Sorry, what did yeah, I say? Coming you said out. coming off your line. Right, no, I know it is. So, when that.
1: you cross that 40 line, their 40 line into attacking zone, yeah. which I love this rule, I don't yeah. really give a shit it. But the other rules don't, don't really, they're not going to change games, so no one cares. But this one will because a lot of good defensive teams, Melbourne, Penrith, South, were given penalties away all the time when they were in their own 40 because they'd back their defence. Imagine playing against. You know, like a Canberra or the Bulldogs in that last year when the, they weren't throwing anything at you. Yeah, you'd back your defence. And like when you're online, you, it's it's a lot easier to defend if you're playing against an, a really average attacking team. You know, so now when it's you know when it's 14 all, and you give away that penalty, you're going to cost yourself a game, and that's where it'll happen. You know what I mean? When you know a lot of teams will know if they if they are, you know, 30 points in front, they're not going to give a shit about those penalties. You know that, that that all that'll do is give him a minute rest. Yeah. So if it's thirty six to four and you're in your own forty, give you you'll be giving all those penalties away. But when it's fourteen all and there's a minute to go, then the game's on the line, and then you'll see some. You know, you see you see you have to be a lot more disciplined because you're going to cost your team the game. Imagine doing that if you're in Melbourne and Bellamy is all over you, spitting in your Fuck face. That. <laughs> So <laughs> you are not giving that penalty away. So if you, because that's the difference, you're not. You subconsciously, when you're on the field, you're like, "I'm not losing the game here. There's no penalties. I'm just going to give
0: away that penalty. Back out of fence. Back out of fence. Back out of fence. Not now." I the other one that they've talked about, which I find quite fascinating, is apparently at the end of last year they secretly oh, was, and the hip drop. Did they have the hip drop? Oh, the rule? hip drop. Yeah, yeah. I
1: fucking hate that. Well, that's a shit. Tackle. That's a shit go, isn't it? I don't think. The young kid from St George meant that. I don't think he could have got out of it, and I think he's wearing what four weeks? More than that, I think. Like he doesn't deserve that because he, that other dude was trying to flick him off his hips. What's he supposed to do? Let go? Mm. Like you got to you got to pick your you got to pick the tackle that looks awful. You know what I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's a proper hip drop on someone's lower legs. Get that out of the game. I've always been against that, but that kid was just making a tackle, man. Now it's cost himself six weeks because you want to really, you know.
0: And he'll find it uh, hard apply to get that, back you in want to that, apply that
1: You want to apply that rule straight away and they want to send a message out. I get it. Not in a trial game. Not with that
0: shit. You need a proper one. It's like the magic round. Remember the magic round? They had five 500 people getting to see me. Just relax. fucking shoot. Ease mate. the rules in. Uh, the other one that I was going to mention was last year at the end of the season, they started tracking the ball. I don't know, with a drone or they like got a little chip in it. Bulldogs don't use drones. What are you talking
1: about, Buzz? Before we go on,
0: that was the (laughs) best. What about? I'm so sick of the fucking
1: drone at training because you can't hear shit. (laughs) Let alone it's not there. What about the research? The place? Oh mate. Oh, they don't have drones. They don't have. Apparently, they don't have drones. I'm like, I heard that. I was like, what?
0: Get off the piss, Buzz. (laughs) (laughs) What about Phil Gould though? Putting drones everywhere on Twitter. Oh man! Drones, the greatest. seriously,
1: the drones ruined my session because they're so fucking low when he gets real low and you can't hear shit and you're like, oh.
0: Bouncing off your head.
1: Yeah. So my ADHD just kicks right in. I'm just looking straight
0: at a drone. Put me back in a meeting. <laughs> I love meetings.
1: Let's go from the drone straight to <laughs> a straight meeting, Baz. Come to on, to let's meeting.
0: go. So Vladimir Putin's been tracking balls. He wow. Put, I don't know how they're doing it. If someone's it's talent. It's written here, actually. But essentially, um, they secretly trialled it, secretly, uh, so they're going to blind test in preseason matches. Um, what, is what is this for? Forward is it? passes. So the ball they're going to. Now so let's have- not have
1: any um, touch
0: touch judge sideline no. sideliners. No, whatever no. they what are they yeah. called? Touchies. Yeah, whatever it's they're it's called. Just the referees now. No, something because they don't
1: make any calls. They don't have the balls to make the calls.
0: What about they, the ball? Literally. What about if the ball has a tracker in it and then hey, you're going to waste so much money? We can just go by the eyeball test. Who or
1: have we got video? We, we we still have video footage. You can just replay that for fucking two seconds, and you just go. That's forward. You don't need a tracking device in a ball.
0: Well, they were encouraged.
1: They just don't want any. They don't want any accountability on the games, do they? Nothing. When you
0: spend a billion dollars on the bunker and the bunker's woeful, terrible. Why, would you, why are you? trying to introduce new technology? Just go back to. But one this round. is just
1: like a really waste waste of money and a waste of time, and just to piss everyone off again.
0: Bring back Barry Gomesall. He'd kill the it. The referee, he'd be. Great he was referee. the ref
1: up in bloody Lee, I reckon. Is <laughs> his great grandson or something?
0: Uh, all right. And before we move on to the games, we should just mention there's been, along with actually this is a real downer to talk about, but there's been some pretty significant deaths in the sporting world over the last little while. Johnny mm. Raper um, passed away, you know, after a long Legend. battle with, yeah. with illness, which was you know one of the greatest rugby league players yeah. of all time and then Rod Marsh and most recently Shane Warne have passed away and I think Norm Proven yeah it's been awful you sticks know sticks proven it's, they're all legends man I just remember legends.
1: their faces like Shane Warne like i remember like i think about 5 years ago having a beer with him down in melbourne yeah, that poker. a couple of times you know what i mean that 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 killed me when i heard that um but not legends like Johnny Raven and, and Norm Proven they, they built our game you know what i mean i've been at, Australian reunions with those blokes having a few beers and like just hearing their old stories and then like the dudes that I was looking at when I was you know Norm Proven is on the fucking on the Telstra Cup or whatever they call it these days you know what I mean he's Mm. that guy you know everyone wanted to be that or have that image or hold that hold that um, trophy in your hands because if you you did that you knew you you've just done something ridiculous you know what I mean so like winning the grand final like you know Johnny Rape everyone knows about him like what he did play for St. George like Ten what 10 27 premierships. premierships. Like it was just a joke what he did. Like most successful team in the history of sports. Norm Proven, like eleven premierships. Like Shane Warren. You can't speak high enough from him from him what he's done statistically and what he's done for sport. Rest in peace, guys. It's
0: unbelievable. This is I'm now I'm getting emotional. Mm. again. That's twice now. It's an emotional <laughs> show. All right, let's move in to Less emotional territory, which is the games for this week. So the first game of the round, yeah, first game of the season actually. It should be a great game if you think about the teams from last year. But I don't know. I, the Panthers are slight favourites over the Sea Eagles. Panthers have got no Nathan Cleary. Everybody's expecting Tom Trbojevic to score five hundred tries and set up another six hundred. Mm. Um, I think what a year! What a year! Oh, it's you oh, I feel
1: so, I actually feel sorry for Tom this year because they're going to be gunning for him. They're going to be everything. Every kick is going to go to the deep, their deep left, so Tommy can come out, come out of yardage, use his right foot and go overs, and then just try and take him out of the game. They're going to use what Melbourne did to him, mm. and then you just got to watch his game because he's got so many weapons in his little arsenal. Like play three and play four in the middle of the field. Watch off a quick play the ball. It's usually off a tapao or someone like that. He just jams so hard in between A and B or whatever, and you are just you're done because you he's getting the middles retreating real late. And next minute, six foot five Scandinavian Trebojevic just comes flying at you with footwork and like with skills of, as a halfback because he's got other people pushing into holes. It's nearly uncoachable, mm. but it's his timing and what he does. And when he does that near your try line. You're done. Yeah. The only people that would stop him is probably Victor Radley and probably his own brother, (laughs) with that great tackle tech. Do you know what I mean? Like, because he's so big, I don't think people understand how big Tommy is. Six foot five, man, and he's long, and he's probably better. You know, he's probably full preseason. You know, I just hope he gets through the whole year. We'll probably see what he does. He just won't. It's be hard to replicate whatever he just done. Because it, it's impossible. Because I think it's the best year anyone has ever had in rugby league history. Football ever.
0: Stan Jurd in eighty five. Yeah, that was and McNeil year. in eighty nine. Oh, McNeil, McNeil. Yeah, Why don't so- they make a stadium after McNeil? So what we have done, out to our for our loyal viewers, listeners, is we have done a season preview, just a brief one, um, because we lost interest. But we've done a br- brief preview of every single team like a season preview Um, we're going to be releasing those over the next few days just as um, on our social media stuff so keep an eye out for that we'll try and not repeat ourselves on the same stuff that we've said we're going to focus just on the game so if you're wondering about how your team's going to go this year and obviously William and I just we're basically complete experts on everything but um we're definitely going to give you an idea of how your team's going to go. Apparently, they're all going to make the eight. Everyone. So it's so a top 16 good. this year. It's, they're going to have semi-finals <laughs> from round one onwards. It's all a right. play-in.
1: It's a play-in like the NBA.
0: The, uh, the second game of the round is the Raiders versus the Sharks. And I can say that uh, the Sharks, who I've liked, they've come in to $1.87 and I backed them about a month ago and they were $2.20.
1: What? Yeah, You're was a genius.
0: 20. And, but that was when Jamal Foggy was playing still. So, right. To be fair. But this – do you know what? The Raiders, I think – here's a big prediction. I love a big prediction. The Raiders' season depends on this first game. <laughs> <laughs> if the Raiders – Shut up. If the Raiders get pumped in this first game, season over. There you go. Raiders fans. Be a lot of pressure
1: on the seven. The mm. new young kid. I think um, – Ricky wouldn't pick him if he wasn't if he wasn't capable enough to do the job, you know. Sticky was is one of the greatest halves there to ever play the game, so he has he's got a good um, teacher and mentor there. I like the way the Sharks trial, even though people don't go that much on trial form, but I go on. That young kid, what's his name? Fucking Nico Hines, dude's a gun. The first couple of first couple of games, it was like even in the Indigenous game, he was killing it. Yeah, and then he comes and he, he carves uh, the bulldogs up, and he's just just he's just a natural footballer. He can play fullback seven and six. I put him at seven this week. He can control the he can control the ruck, like he kicks good. Like he's got he just ticks all the boxes. He's probably it's probably his worst attribute is but he can play every position in the back line. It's just not one set thing for yeah, him, yeah. which will, will probably hurt him in the end. Whereas is he a six, a seven, or a one? So like, he's your whole core.
0: He's probably going to be playing six, <laughs> that you reckon, all year this year. Well, Moylan six, Braden, Braden Trindle when he comes back from injury, they'll probably move Moylan him to seven. six. What do you,
1: where do you put Moylan?
0: Bench or gone?
1: No, I think Moylan. Moylan had a pretty good year last year. Yeah, he did, and he's playing for his career. I don't think, you know, he's, at, he's he's probably at the back end. He's had he's gone through his injuries and stuff like that, but I think he's finally found his position at six. Hopefully, you know what I mean. So I don't, yeah, I don't think Trindle comes back. I don't think Trindle comes back and walks into that side.
0: Well, especially not when they beat the Raiders and destroy the Raiders' entire season. Yeah. So if you're a Raiders fan <laughs> at seven thirty on Friday night, you can pretty much rip yeah. up your membership. Yeah. You, just gone. forget about it. Just burn your jersey. Uh, <laughs> all right. The Broncos and the Rabbitohs. Adam Reynolds has just ruined this game. He has ruined it. I don't. I'm not sure if he knows it, but he has. He and even his plays. T-
1: even his ex plays are just taking the piss out of him.
0: NRL calling him soft. Anyone who thinks that the NRL did not schedule that game at Suncorp. That just was, on the back okay, of that. Okay, that's Reynolds. the only
1: reason why I wanted to watch it.
0: And now no one cares.
1: It'd be like me when I'd played against the Roosters and the Bulldogs and I just pulled out a week before for because I had a sore throat.
0: Instead of scoring two tries? Yeah.
1: Instead so of getting man of the match and scoring two tries. And having And death ruining threats. everyone's and dreams. And having death
0: threats. I remember that. That was one of my favourite nights. <laughs> having their own personal security. I'll tell you what, I've heard some language in my time, but the language that was directed at you from Bulldogs Unfair, wasn't it? It was disgusting. <laughs> It's horrific. I've never heard it was such so bad, words. Wasn't it? <laughs> it, was, it was actually both feared for your sake. I just
1: made those names up.
0: Um, now you're back there. So hello yeah. to all our Canterbury supporters. So what do you take it back? What do you
1: think about the Broncos and the Ravens now? I don't really care about the game to be honest. Now,
0: that, now that Reynolds is out, because
1: I wouldn't see him I wouldn't have seen either play really good or really shit.
0: Look, I think the, I think the Broncos are in a position where I look at their side, and we say this, you know, in the preview thing. But I look at their side, and it's a great side on paper, but. Again, Broncos fans, you don't have to rip your jerseys up after this week because Adam Reynolds is still to come back. Mm. But if they perform badly, I don't know. You've start. You got to wonder.
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's hard for the Broncos fans to watch every week
0: I for mean, the last it, four years.
1: Yeah, for like because it's, it's, it's Broncos fans and Bulldogs fans are in the same boat because they're from great, they're great traditionally great clubs that have been suffering for the last four or five years. So. All, all they want to see is their club is their club be back on top, and they've been promising and building for the last four or five years. Yeah, the Bron- I mean, th- maybe three years, and they haven't delivered. So, um, and the difference between the Bulldogs and the Bull- Bulldogs and the Broncos, the Broncos have had the roster to do it. Yeah. Now you can start judging the Bulldogs because we've got a decent team.
0: Do you know where the Broncos went wrong? I'm going to say two words: Anthony Yeah. <laughs>
1: Forgot about Sieves.
0: Oh, I never forget him. <laughs> he lives. I've got a poster on my wall. Uh, the Roosters against the Knights, William. The yeah. Roosters, they just win.
1: Yeah, look, they look like they're 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 coming back to where they belong, which is you know your top fours pushing for like pretty much your minor, minor premiership sort of sort of style. Don't have faith in the nine, you know, not yet because Jake Friend had such a you know stronghold on that jersey for what. Ten years, just yeah. say Ten years. And you knew what you were gonna get. 50 tackles and just a lot of a lot of runs, a lot of a lot of this, a lot of that. Like he just knew what you were gonna get. He was a tough little cookie. Now you got um, what's his name? Connor Watson starting Watson's nine. End. I'm not sure if he'll start. But the other kid as well. Well Verrells is injured. Verrells is injured. Got so big Connor on him. Connor loves running the ball. Hmm. You know what I mean? So you'd pretty much I would want Verrells to start and I'd want Connor off the bench in a perfect world. I reckon and that's, that's what that, will yeah. happen. Because Verrells is more of a traditional nine and Connor Watson's more like your Kurt Gidley sort of Craig Wing player to come off the bench and just run and, and just try and ruin that
0: Craig Ruin that
1: ruin the ruck and try and blast it. And he's still got Hargraves and Lindsay Collins, Takayaho, Tupanua, um, Victor Radley. I wanna see Victor Radley just get a whole year out. Because mm. I think like Origin's just waiting for that kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? You only have a peak for about 5 or 6 years, you know? Like I don't want it, I don't want them to waste him because I want to see that kid on the on the
0: hardest stage of all cuz I reckon he will just
1: blossom and kill people, but
0: time will tell. Well the warriors who don't have a home, the homeless warriors, they are Sorry, uh, what do
1: you think about the knights?
0: I look, I think the knights do you know what? When we did the preview, I looked. We looked at those sides. If I look at some of these sides up against some of the other sides, I can genuinely see where some teams are going to struggle. I reckon, and the knights. You know, you don't want to you don't want to write a side off yet because four be makes an idiot of everyone. But I don't know. I cannot see the knights. Doing much this year. And I don't know why. It's because I of the say seven that. and six. Yeah.
1: You don't see a household name like a Mitchell Pierce. You know what I mean? You see two battlers at seven and six, Clifford and Clune.
0: And let's be honest. That you wouldn't rate. They they weren't preparing for this season without Mitchell Pierce. No That's, they didn't have the backup to no. be able to cover. A loss like Mitchell Pearce, I'm, and they had to let him go. I'm not
1: saying I'm not saying they, they're bad. These, these halves yeah. are
0: bad, but like they're not like. As I said, they're not
1: household names, so you know you don't have trust. You have trust in Ponga. You have trust in Frizzell, Saifides, Clemmers, Brayley. I feel sorry for Braley because he's injured, and he was he was he was a key player in that part. You know what I mean? You trust those guys. These guys, you don't you haven't haven't played more than thirty games. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like. You can be, you can be skeptical until they prove themselves on the big stage and play against some, you know, play against the Roosters and play, play some decent football. Clifford and Clune, you know what I mean. Like, don't just trial good, put it where it is. And you have got the best coach, best seven coach, one arguably one of the best sevens of all time. That's your, like, at your beck and call, you have got all this knowledge.
0: Mm. Well, so it
1: could be interesting to see how they do sink in because they've never had an, they've never had an Andrew Johns ever. You know, like this kid, maybe this Kloon kid or Clifford could go to another level because they were prodigies when they were younger. They made all the schoolboys teams and all that sort of shit. So it wasn't like they just come out of
0: nowhere. Just on a separate note, how bad is the SCG for watching football? Geez, I wish they would get this stadium built because it's you watch. It's like when is that? Alliance yeah, new the new end of the built. year, I think. It's actually called the Take Stadium now because we've just sponsored we just it. Sponsored we're it. Uh, We're the first ones in. We're the, we got for naming five rights. Bucks. We got him first. We got him, him first. The Take Stadium would be better than one thousand miles. Warriors. The Warriors don't have a home. The Dragons East don't have Coast a hope. Warriors. See what I did there? Home and hope. Oh, nice. That's good. You're a genius. Now this game. So if this if this was round twenty four, this would be a game that no one cares about. Sunday and, two o'clock. You know <laughs> this would be, but because it's round one. You can get excited about it because there's hope. Well,
1: that's the difference. Everyone's looking at their own team, like you know. Everyone, I'm guilty of it as well. You look at your team, you go, "Yep, yeah, that's fucking top eight, top four for sure." You know what I mean? Like, I get my haircut once a week, and it's always he's a mad bulldog supporter. It's always talking. What do you think? Top eight, top four? I'm like, let's just take one game at a time. You know what I mean? Like, they just they're so intense, and everyone's so like. It depends what team you go for. Everyone thinks that your the team's going to win. Everyone has the best pre season. Everyone's trained the hardest. Everyone's done the best things. Everyone's recovered properly. Blah, 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 blah. Talk to me around 10.
0: Why do you get your haircut once a week?
1: Because I can. I'm not going bald ever. No,
0: you're not. It's a good set. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever.
1: Hey, so, I can't say much for you, blokes. Hey, what's
0: going on? I'm still holding on. You're all right. Oh talking
1: God. to Craig, look. Oh, <laughs> the produce, I'll tell you what,
0: the producer's turned his <laughs> like, it's like a little like man, a little man bun, bun, sort of ponytail. That is, that I can smell the midlife crisis from here. <laughs> uh, West Tigers against the Storm. The Storm haven't lost a first round Twen- match since 1863. It- <laughs> Daly Messenger was Johnny playing. Johnny Raper was playing. <laughs> and then. RIP. And the West Tigers, it's a big year for them. The West Tigers But God if Just give
1: them someone else So they can have a good yeah, gauge Against I, like the Tigers I mean the Storm has such a good record And I'm like Tigers if they played like The Eels You know I don't know like Even though the Eels are pretty good it'd be, They hate each other You know what I mean Like I give don't know. Them, But don't give them the Storm Yeah that's what I'm time. saying Give him someone else Someone else Where you go If you're a Tigers fan You're like Alright They look alright Where
0: Melbourne can come out round one And just blow you off the field I tell you what I'd love to watch the Which I don't Tigers think they will And the Bulldogs That'd be a good game Yeah You know Just equal it out a bit Building clubs and, and locals Sort of I don't know I get you I don't know the West and Canterbury Yeah, and close, Storm play the
1: Panthers play Next to each other You know what I mean like, so, I don't know Like Get all these top four teams Playing against each
0: other uh, Alright well Titans fans will say Well this game Is two top four teams The Titans against the Eels I agree Bad luck, Gold Coast, you are not a top 14. But (laughs) the Eels are – I like the Eels. I think that – I actually saw an interview with Mitchell Moses doing my extensive research that I do for this (laughs) wonderful show and I watched an interview with Mitchell Moses and Mitchell Moses, they said, oh, there's pressure on you. And he said a good thing. He said, there's pressure on me every year because there is. Mitchell Moses is one of those blokes that – like, the fact that he's got a good team around him and there's pressure, I don't think there's any more pressure on Mitchell Mose than normally is, but he does have to stand up.
1: No. Well, he's right. There's, just, there's pressure on every seven. But if you wear that para jersey, there's always that extra amount of pressure because they just keep falling short. Um, now they've got, they've got the team there. I mean, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if they had the team last year, but they'll dick be off beating Penrith in that, in that semifinal. I think it was one of the best games last year. Unlucky, a couple of calls went the other way, which could have went their way, and they could have got over the over the line. But they didn't. But this year, pretty much the same team. I just wonder what happens, you know, like a few injuries. You know, Reed Marnie's been in and out of the team. You know, then they put Ray Stone at nine.
0: They missed Marnie. You know Marnie. what I mean?
1: So they missed Marnie because Ray Stone, you have a look at that last game. I don't want to bring it up, but you, if you're a power supporter, you're not fucking happy. No. Um, so the Eels have that, have that team, they have the good, they have the big pack, they have the real, you know, the really good wide running back rollers, hard working back rolls as well. Um, good halves, good wingers, good fullback. So there's no real excuse, good depth. Um, so the Eels, I think it's this year or like, you know, I think next year they'll probably just blow They're it causes, up. A few, yeah. You know, like Marnie and all these other blokes will probably go, Marnie is going, but like, you know, like, um. A few people off contract, so they could be it for him. Yeah. Titans would be good. Titans still got, you know, big Tino, what, 21 years old? He's captain. Club captain, yeah. which is
0: awesome. It's good for him. Um, Not so good for Kevin Proctor. getting <laughs> stripped of the captaincy on the bench. And on the
1: bench, yeah. It's awesome.
0: Not a happy year for him. But um, uh, yeah, he'll Yeah, I, I think back. they'll be good, man. They'll
1: be good. I think they'll be top eight, definitely, Titans. They can, they can grow on last year. I think they're going to be better. Mm. Be probably just more consistent. You know, they they started off good. Shit little middle. Finished off well. Nearly got to the second round of the playoffs.
0: Uh, and then the Cowboys against the Bulldogs up at 1300 Smiles. I'm not calling it Queensland. <laughs> Queensland Country Bank Stadium. That's also a bad name. The
1: what? weather's going to be so bad up there too. They're going through a heat wave. and I think the rain's coming up and it's just going to be like probably 38 degrees. 40. Absolutely disgusting football weather if you're a big man in the middle. Tal Malolo, Pangaei. Half the boys, do you know what I mean? So it'll be a game where if you can complete over 90% and get to your kick and defend your ass off, you'll probably win that game. It's gonna be probably pretty boring and pretty yuck to watch. You just gotta you just gotta get that. If you drop ball, give penalties away, do all the things that just are gonna go against you. It'll fuck you because it's so hot up there. It'll zap you by the back end of the second half. And that got the team who's got that balance right. They're going to have more energy at the end of the game And they'll get you So
0: Who wins that then? Actually you know what we'll do We'll go straight to our tips now We'll go to our tips So mm. Who have I got? What I had I- tips in my hair once <laughs> my I don't doubt 20s. that it was, it was a good
1: I look was a good look I had blonde hair like Cisco in 99
0: <laughs>
1: I don't even know The who thong si- song
0: I don't know who Cisco is The
1: thong song Don't you remember that?
0: Oh I do Yeah Did you look like that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, so I have gone Manly, the Sharks, Souths, Easts, the Dragons, the Storm, the Eels, and I had the Cowboys, but I've changed it to the Dogs because I have great faith in the Pathways Development Manager.
1: All right, mine is – I've swapped mine. I was going to go to the Eagles, but I'm going to go to the Panthers because I just think their experience will get through them, even though I don't really like the Seven. I think Luai will take control. Panther, Sharks, Rabbits, Knights, Dragons, Storm, Eels, and the Bulldogs. That's my tips.
0: And the producer has gone Geelong, North Melbourne, Fitzroy, Greater Western Bulldogs, Bloods. I don't know who he's gone, but we'll put it up on the social pages. It'll all be wrong. He probably, you know, East Melbourne. He's he's probably just picked whatever (laughs) I have. Uh, Live from the Take Stadium. We are live from the Take Stadium. This actually is. We're actually in the middle of the old Allianz now. Yeah, (laughs) recording live. Uh, all right, so the security produ- Security's coming. Uh, so the other thing that we'll do, William, is what I want you to do... I've just come up with this with myself. I want you to tell me who's going to win the comp Jeez. and who's going to win the M, And oh, then shit. I'm right going to say the same thing and then we're going to bet on it and then we're going to start our charity pot. Ah, huh, right now. Right this very second. You've got M, Two seconds. Cody Walker. Oh, nice. And... Premiership,
1: fuck. ah, you're killing me,
0: Roosters. All right. Well, in a surprise to no one who has listened to this show before, I am going to say that the Roosters will. Win no, the comp-
1: fuck! I'm not going with the Roosters. Nah. I've got to go with the Bulldogs. They're gonna have a gun year. Trust me.
0: That's all right. Well they're about five million dollars. Twenty one so. bucks.
1: That's not that far. Tigers okay. are fifty one. Who set that? Phil Good twenty one dollars. Phil Good
0: set the market. Uh twenty one dollars. Now that's not too bad. So that's yeah. That's well, I mean it's a good price. Oh the West Could Tigers. Happen. The West Tigers are fifty one dollars. And yet I'll tell you, the Raiders at twenty one dollars, they'll be the ones burning their jerseys at seven thirty mm. on Friday night. So I'm taking now the, the eels. Sorry, the
1: Eels are $13. I can't back the fucking Eels. I'm sorry. I cannot. My my inner Bulldog would not let me back the Eels.
0: Strong. It's good value, though. I know it is. All
1: right, you back the Roosters and I'll back the Eels. All right. No, no, no. I'll stick with no. – all right, all right. The Roosters. I'll go to the Roosters.
0: am right. not backing the Eels. No, well, I'll take the Eels to win the comp, but- Thirteen. I like the odds. So there we go. And the Dally you said Cody Walker. Yeah. Is McNeil still playing? Should be. Should be. He'd win it. Uh I'm going pressure. to pressure run I didn't even, <laughs> with Luke Keary. To win the Dally M. Right Except he'll blow his knee out and wear out <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> so, all right, there we go. So we've got the Roosters and the Eels, and we've got Luke Keary and Cody Walker. Five eights. We've gone heavy on five eights for Daly oh, yeah. M. Tell you who don't win five who don't win Daly M's props. You know why? Because the system is against us always. But always. what we what we will do though, again this year, I'm just you know what? I'm just going. I like this. I'm just running the show now. Go on. Producer's not telling me anything because he doesn't know anything. So I'm just – so in terms of props not winning the Daily M, we're going to do the big boys again this year. They're going to get a heap of drink from Young Henry's. Did
1: we we announce the winner? Did we announce it? We did. Oh, that's right. I just forgot because I did did ring Fisher Harris and told him he's got a whole year of Young Henry's piss coming his way and burgers. So he goes, yeah, no worries, bro.
0: Yeah, and we haven't delivered anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's coming, man. It's coming.
0: Uh, All right. So – I think that'll do us then.
1: All right, later, guys.
0: Hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. No. We're going to do big boys, and it was prepared. I just didn't listen. And listen to this. Guess what's back? (laughs) (laughs) Not that. (laughs) What are we doing? Willie's Big Boys. There we go. It's back. So yes. we actually were supposed to do it. I just, yeah. I thought, listen. I thought Zig oh, was just trying to hang up. I thought Zig was trying to end the show. I thought Zig <laughs> was trying to tell us to shut up too, <laughs> but he wasn't. I thought he was going to do a bob. Yeah. There we go. Uh, all right. So this year is going to be a bit different with the socials because um, – I'm actually going to get much more involved this year because I've got more time. So there's been actually a few people reaching out via social media already, and I'm notoriously bad at it, but I'm going to get good. So to Luke and to Joel and folks that have reached out on on um, on Instagram, I can't remember what it's called, but thank you very much for your support. We are back. Um, I'm going to be a lot more active on Twitter. So have a look at the Twitter account. We'll go during it's Mason's at Mason's Take. Is it? Yep. What's it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's at Mason's Take. So I'll be manning the at Mason's Take this year. So if you see tweets from that, it's probably me. And also Willie at Mace21. I'm tweeting now. What and are you tweeting? Nothing. This. And we're launching a website as well. So uh, you can get all the information. I don't know. what the web- What's a website for? What are we doing on that? Everything? everything? Everything. We're doing everything on the website. So that'll be good. Have a look at that because that'll be excellent stuff because the producer's doing it. So... Oh, there we go. That was the first one. Not yeah. too bad. Easy work. It was all right. And thank you, everyone, for your support, even though we haven't got any yet. But thank you. <laughs> I'll be following Willie more and more. cat in the NRL is Willie Mason. I've forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie... And the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Oh, you got steel, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you!
1: You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network.